Federal personnel experts have been discussing the coming retirement wave since the mid-1990s, anyhow. It was supposed to happen at any moment. And with nearly one-third of the current federal workforce eligible to retire by 2022, maybe those fears are justified. But fewer federal employees retired in 2019 than in the previous year. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now to explain why predicting that retirement wave always proves futile. But, Nicole, let's start with the numbers and the data and talk about 2019 and what happened before. So in 2019, Tom, 6,000 fewer federal employees retired in 2019 compared to 2018, which was actually a five-year high. So just to give you some perspective, 107,612 federal employees retired in 2018. OPM only processed around 101, 580,000 federal retirements in 2019. So that's where that 6,000 number comes into play. And if you look at, and we have a graph on federalnewsnetwork.com, federal retirements have really fluctuated over the years, but they did, you know, they hit that peak in 2013, which was, you know, a notable year. There was a shutdown, there was sequestration, budget cuts, pay freezes, all of that kind of yucky stuff that might drive people out the door or it might not. And then reached that peak in 2013 and then kind of fell to the mid 90,000 range or so during the latter years of the Obama administration. And I think people predicted it might pick up again in 2017 with a new administration, maybe again in 2018 and 2019 during that 35-day historic government shutdown. But when we look at the 2019 numbers overall, that's not necessarily the case. Well, if you take 100,000 just to round it to a number we can understand, and the workforce is, again, rounding 2 million, that is 5%, which I don't know how that compares to the average company or large enterprise, but 5% of the people, it may not be the so-called tsunami, but it seems like a lot of people leaving. I think it does and it doesn't. I think on one hand, when you look at what the Government Accountability Office has said about how many people are eligible to retire, which is around... 31.6% or so, at least within the next year or so. Okay, well, maybe that does seem like, you know, people are eligible, but they're not retiring. Why? And I think what we're seeing is that eligibility doesn't necessarily predict actual retirement. And we surveyed a good number of people about their retirement plans, their eligibility, what actually drives them to make that decision to retire. And I think the results were pretty interesting. And was there any one big factor that seemed to dominate in your checking around? So there were, I, I would say, several factors, but there was one that seemed pretty prominent, and that is financial planning. So time to tell you a little bit more about the survey. We actually heard back from over 1,500 people, which is pretty decent for us. Uh, this is a non-scientific survey, but of the nearly 700 survey respondents who said they were, in fact, eligible to retire, 32% said they plan to retire this year. Another 36% said they plan to retire in one to three years. And then 16%, another three to five years. Of those who aren't currently eligible, they had, I think, a different outlook of when they actually plan to retire. And 43.5% said they would retire as soon as they're, they're eligible. 28% said they plan to leave after three or years, three years or, or more. And 23% said they plan to retire within one to three years of eligibility. They all came back to, you mentioned that, you know, one prominent factor. They all came back to their financial planning. 
and said that for them, age 62 is a magic year for them because the Federal Employee Retirement System, FERS, actually incentivizes you to keep working until age 62. You can, you know, reap uh, your full cost of living adjustment benefits. You wouldn't if you retired earlier than age 62. There's a little bit of a incentive as far as calculating your annuity. You get 1.1% of your high three as opposed to 1% of your high three if you're age 62. So there are some incentives and Federal employees in our survey actually pointed that out. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. But what about the TSP? Because if you take your pension, and I don't know how many people would take Social Security at 62, that's a big penalty. Right. But doesn't the TSP have the same rules as IRAs, 401ks? Now it was 70 and a half. Now it's 72 until you can begin the – until you have to begin the minimum withdrawal, correct? That is correct. I believe that applies to the – just – withdrawing significant sums of money from your TSP. Well, the minimum. The minimum. Without taxes. So in other words, there's a 10-year gap between that 62 magic year for your retirement benefit, your annuity, and the law on withdrawals from protected tax-free pre-savings. That is true. Not many of our respondents talked about that. uh, Well, they didn't ask me first. (laughs) that, That actual... Not many participants actually brought that up, but I think what we did see was real concern over not having enough money in retirement. Uh, We heard from various employees who said, look, you know, I still have kids in college. I want to be able to help them out or I want to pay down some of that student loan debt that they or myself might actually have. You know, I think we heard just a quote from a, a few of the comments that we got, you know, I would love to retire as soon as I'm eligible. This is from one participant, but I want to ensure there will be enough in TSP, Social Security, et cetera, to ensure a comfortable life. Realistically, I plan to retire within three to five years of eligibility. I also spoke with Greg Klingler. He's the director of wealth management for the Government Employees Benefits Association. They have a focus on defense and intelligence employees, but they anyone can come to them And he says he hears that concern a lot, that even for the most avid of of, uh, retirement planners, there's still a concern that they might not have enough in retirement. They might outlive their retirement savings. And he says that a lot of times that's really not necessarily a valid concern, that they do really have – they really have saved enough. And that's financial planning. Did people give other reasons, like maybe they like working? They sure did. And many of them said, yes, I do like working. But quite a few of them said, you know, it is starting to get a little old. And they talked about, you know, a lot of the things that you might anticipate with making that decision to retire or not. You know, one respondent said up until the past couple of years, I really enjoyed my job. But the agency leadership has become more focused on the process rather than the work. They have failed to provide the resources, i.e. the employees, to get that work done. And the political environment has become more toxic than usual. You know, another employee who said that they worked at NASA said 30 years of fighting declining budgets and strategic directions changing every four to eight years has become tiresome and they've had enough. The moon hasn't moved anywhere, but what NASA does about it sure changes. That's true. The moon, Mars, whatever the priority is that particular year. We heard from one employee who said that she was 70 years old and had 41 years of federal service and her position or his position is moving to Denver. So she or he is retiring, and this person works for the Bureau of Land Management. Headquarters is moving out to Colorado and other western states, and so it makes sense for this person who still has family in the area to retire. 
you know, other people talked about low morale, saying, look, you know, the salary, the benefits are great, but chaos at work is making work life difficult. You know, still many others said that they are seeing an increased politicization of their work environment, and that's a concern. Again, speaking with Klingler, he says a lot of this depends on where you work. If you talk to people who work at the EPA or the State Department, they often have a very different view of their retirement plans than, say, those who work for the Defense Department or the intelligence community. And he says those people at EPA and the State Department, they weren't planning on retiring three to five years ago, but now they are. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.